Also, it's fucking insane. All the medals are in English. I realized that when I saw a picture of Reso. It just says Tokyo 2020. I'm like, Reso. Fuck. Okay. Okay, Kyle. <laughs> Do better, Ted. What's up, skaters? Welcome back to number. I already forgot that, but we're going to keep it moving. <laughs> it's a number, and it's the number of shows we've done. And with us today, we are coming to you with a super squad for the most important skateboarding event of all time. We have with us from San Francisco or Berkeley, they're the same to me, California, Ted Barrow. Glad to be here. Yes. And <laughs> we have from possibly occupied Duwamish territory, a.k.a. Seattle, but maybe somewhere else. Kristen Ebling. Nailed it. Nailed it. And then we have, again, from a city that I can't remember that's somewhere near Santa Cruz or Monterey, Alex White. I'm here for it. How close was I? You're close. Nice. And with us, we have the published, well, you've always been published, nothing new in his life, Chicago, Illinois, <laughs> Kyle Beachy. Hey. Yeah, hey. I did uh, it. You totally described you guys. I just want to point out. Where are you reporting from? Oh, uh, big news coming to you live from the greatest city in the world, baby. New York City is me, <laughs> Ted Schmitz. Nice. You, do, you, you look different. You're wearing something different. And I think it's, I think it's New York. You got New York all over you. Uh, that's sweat all the time. <laughs> Honestly, New York is sweaty. That's all I remember from being there, just skating very long distances so I couldn't figure out the subway and sweating profusely. Yep, it's everywhere. They don't do central AC. They do it like in the Starbucks and the Chipotle's, my favorite coffee shop and Mexican place. Uh, nice. Yeah, let's fucking just get into it. It's been a long time since I've seen you all. We could do an update for an hour, but I think there's been some big news in the skateboard world. and. You don't need you don't need the NBC commentators. You certainly don't need Chris Roberts' thoughts on the fucking thing. You <laughs> Not, unless you're trying to go to sleep. Yes. <laughs> Enjoy those fucking dulcet ums and likes and yeah, dudes. But for right now, we are gonna talk about the first ever skateboarding Olympics. I don't know what it's the Olympics, but with skateboarding in it, I'm just going to start by going with some reactions uh, or uh, to catch up with uh, some people we haven't heard from for a long time. Alex White and Ted Barrow, you guys got together at the Olympics with people. Was that the best way to watch it? How was it? <laughs> people. <laughs> it was the only it was the only Olympic related thing I, I saw and it was the only Olympic related thing I want I was glad to see. Um I thought it was amazing. I wasn't expecting it. I told I told told you all a story of my sort of being uh surprised by the event because I don't pay attention to things like that and I thought I was just meeting up with a friend for a beer. It turned out there were at least ten people I knew, some of them <laughs> drinking beer, about thirty other people that I wanted to know. You and Kim on the mic annihilating it. And some of the most heartwarming <laughs> skateboarding I've ever seen. On, yes. On yeah. The screen. It was just. Yeah, it was, you, sorry, you guys oh, no, just ahead. watched the women's event, right? Yeah. It That's was all the, that mattered. The, you mean the skateboarding street event? And then yes. there's a men's. The, they let a men's the skateboarding. <laughs> right. But it wasn't like it was a one night affair, is what I'm getting at. Yeah. Yeah. Sunday night we watched um, women's street finals um, with a packed bar full of skate like a girl and Bay area skateboarders. And we were listening to the stream and the first stream we got didn't have audio. So then Kim and I just started emceeing it. And then we just continued to emcee it all night while the bartenders fed me beer, which was the best way I've ever called a contest in the last three years <laughs> because, uh, it was just like completely unfiltered and fun. And everybody was screaming, which felt weird too, because there's like a Delta variant now. And I was just like, we're all screaming at each other, but I didn't pay attention too much to that. It was great. Yeah. Uh, 
It was wild. <laughs> too drunk you know, for COVID anxiety. Yeah, too drunk for COVID anxiety. <laughs> it, it just occurred to me, Alex, that the first time that you joined Vent City and the first time that I, I came to know who you are uh, as a person um, was in the midst of the like make Alex White the announcer of the Olympics campaign. Of, from Bigfoot magazine, right? and you and you did it. You did probably the most <laughs> like you did it, Alex. The most important announcing you you did. You did it. Um, it and was it way looked, better. It looked yeah. fun as hell, man. But I for was a, for the lucky people that were in the bar. We we got to experience what it would have been like. It was epic. Oh God, yeah. yeah. I think uh, it's so funny if you think about like two years ago when I kind of joined up with y'all. That was the context. Yeah. And then, I mean, like even the conversation, if I remember back that Kim or that, um, Kristen and I had on the first episode, we're talking about the Olympics and things like that. And I feel like so much has changed since then. <laughs> like yeah. it's a completely different conversation. And I was like, of course I was in a bar in Oakland or Berkeley instead of there. Like it's honestly way better that that happened that way. It was way yeah. more fun. Yeah. Your, uh, your whole world and your values get turned upside down the last two years. So was great <laughs> so is it possible for us to like d say why the women's was so much superior to the men's street contest like can we put into words why that was such a better time both for watching and it just felt way more like skateboarding less airpods yeah <laughs> dude step one Look. steep decline in in abusers get, getting anywhere near the podium <laughs> Hella yes. shake junt grip. <laughs> Way more shake junt. There was, uh, I was thinking about that. I said something about that. I just love the idea of like some parent that's coming to skating for the first time and their kid's like, oh, I want to be a skater. And so the parents like Google shake junt and they just get like the now is own video like popping Dude, up. Like Shane Hale is the real fucking uh, medalist here, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. Oh my God. Well, yeah, that that was, I think, I, I don't want to take too much oxygen, but I think that's definitely part of it is like having a kind of um, having less contradictions in watching the actual people participating in it. You know, like for everyone that was in with the boys, uh, there's a lot of baggage, whether that's like ethical or taste that is conflicting <laughs> with the show, you know, and aesthetic. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. You know, there is. You know, I, I especially think of uh, our alien. He's like a the great Frenchman? skateboarder, but God damn it. Looks the like the bad guy in every yeah. high school movie. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's yeah, I think that was part of it. And uh, full disclosure, I gave Alana Smith their first skateboard lesson. So that was uh, no a, a wow. particular personal joy of mine. Yeah. From. Mesa, Arizona, couldn't have been couldn't have been happier. Tom. There there was something so totally rad about those laps that they took of just doing ollies around the course. There yes. was yep. something so extremely flowy about it. And it was like the first moment where I was like, oh, I want to skate with that person. Like I yeah. want to I want to go with that person to skate somewhere. Um, yeah. Because it was it was just such a like there was something wonderful about that. I mean, because the line they took through the course w was by far the best line through that absolute like jabberwocky shit fest of a of a street a course that they put together there. Um, I mean, they found a line. They found like a coherent, cohesive path through it and and made their way through. And there was something really beautiful about watching them thread that. Yeah. yeah. I, at first I was like, I was watching it and I was like, oh man, like, cause I've seen Alana skate and I know how hard they shred like kickflip back lips. And like the things that I've seen them do on a skateboard is just amazing. And they skate like transition super well too. And like vert mm -hmm. ramps and stuff, like just brilliant. So at first I was like, oh man, like I wish like you were like really trying really hard and like, you know, cause like they can do a lot of the same stuff that everyone else was doing. But then like in retrospect thinking about it and now hearing you say that it like really resonated with me that like, the Olympics is all bullshit. Like it's all yep. bullshit. Yep. And it was just cool that someone like didn't really give a shit about the points or whatever and wasn't even trying or like doing a safety run. Like clearly just trying to be smiling and having fun and showing just the like very raw and pure joy. And yeah. 
yeah, I just thought that was so beautiful. I was like, fuck yeah, like, thank you. You know, because at first I was like, man, like, why aren't you kick flip, backflip the rail and be like, fuck yeah, like, do that shit. Yeah. But, you know, now I'm just like, I think it's so dope and badass that they just didn't give a shit about meddling or scoring even. They just, like, wanted to show the world who they were and just how to have fun on a skateboard and how much, like, pure joy, like, you can, you know, attain through just riding a skateboard. Mm-hmm. I thought that was yeah. so important for the world to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, when I was watching it, I was thinking of Leo Baker. You know, I was thinking of what would have happened if Leo had stuck with it and had been there too. I mean, there's like reasons why Leo's not. And um, I just was wondering what Leo thought of that moment and what Leo would have done too. Um, Cause they had a similar path going through this and like through the gauntlet and the binaryism of the Olympics and how terrible it boxes you in. And for Alana to come out and make a statement that they are they, them pronouns and um, but skate in the women's, street finals too, uh like yeah. really put them in a position where they're going to be answering questions and like putting themselves out there in a way that um maybe leo didn't want to be or like like doesn't want that kind of attention or pressure i don't know yeah but yeah yeah it was sick i did i don't know if if uh, i did sort of think and i did catch myself a couple times thinking like how would i skate this course you know, like the sort of projection in there. And I think a lot of front shove 50 fifties. I think, thank you. I think the answer there was I probably wouldn't that much. Like I probably (laughs) wouldn't actually have much for that course, but what I would enjoy, like kind of trying to pump around it maybe. Um, But I don't know. I mean, is there a problem with the, the, the hub of rail fetishizing? Like, is that, is that a bad, is that a bad path for skateboarding to follow? Why, Why is that Alex? I'm I'm hating that that's the best trick section now because it's like supposed yeah. to be the whole course, right? And yeah. in Rome, Axel Kreisenberger did this back tail, like it's a bump rail, back tail, back 360 out. It's a round yeah. rail. T- it's like it was like a chest high rail. It yeah. was the sickest trick I saw, and they scored it like shit because yeah. everybody's focused on the hub of rail. So I'm like, we're not we're we're boxing ourselves into hubbas and rails as best trick stuff, and yeah. we're really. Li- it's anti-progress. So yeah. does that mean changing, sorry, does that mean changing the course or changing the scoring algorithm, do you think? Like, I mean, cause they could change the algorithm so that the fact that it's the big rail doesn't necessarily bump you up that much higher, right? Like. Yeah, I think that they're just being, it's like, in my opinion, it's like lazy judging. If you keep everybody yeah. on the same box, then then you don't have to think too hard about it. And judging super hard, I'm not saying that it's not, I've done it. It's fucked. It's like a mind fuck all day. Everyone but, gets a four point two zero from me. Yeah, sick. <laughs> <laughs> I give them all point six nines. <laughs> but yeah, I think that uh, in the next contest, I know that this crowd isn't like caring so much. But in the next contest, I just want to see them open up the course to more interpretations. Yeah, I, I was just gonna say, I feel like it could potentially be like how like half pipe got, where like in snowboarding, where the half pipe just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger, like just crazy and so my thought is like are they just gonna build like bigger and bigger rails or like have it all just centered around that and i agree with you it's like it definitely like makes skaters feel boxed in and there's skaters like you know axel that are just such a pleasure to have in class like just watching him (laughs) skate is just like amazing and the creativity and the way he like skates like an actual skateboarder i'm quoting someone that i saw on skate twitter i don't remember who said that but i was like yes exactly um i think we should be highlighting that or encouraging that in some way with the judging. And it's unfortunate that I think it's just going to be like, I noticed like, for instance, in the women's, uh, I think it was Funa did like front crook on like all the rails, <laughs> like the right, gap yeah. rail and the round <laughs> rail. And it's like, okay, so we're just showing the same exact trick just on a different obstacle to put points on the board. And like, I just, I'm like, if that's the game of it, like that's not really that fun to watch. That's actually quite right. boring. So like my thought is like things like you can only do one of the same trick or to your point, Alex, like you can't, like if the judges didn't only give big scores to the big stuff, like how much more entertaining could it have been? So yeah. it, I don't know. It's sort of like the, isn't it kind of like the equivalent of like what ended up happening with like X games where it just became like a bigger and bigger mega ramp. And <laughs> you know, like you, it just, yeah. whatever fucking skater like would drop in and decide to hit the big gap or the smaller gap to spin like three times or five times in, yeah. on the on the quarter pipe and that was it like it was so easy to score and so 
so uh, digestible to a lay audience because they're like, okay, like that's that's twelve stairs, you know, that's not a yeah. that's not a, a bump to bar. It's stupid, and and like I thought your note it, the way you described it, Alex, is like anti-progress is totally apt because we contests like don't seem to promote progress like a full i mean this is obvious but contests don't promote a full sense of skateboarding or what a good skateboarder is and yeah that was in some ways what 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 made their like line so cool not that it was during the big contest like handrail thing was just it was just showing how to flow you know yeah yeah Yeah. and representing skateboarding as most people enjoy it if not as a possibility model you know yeah Mm -hmm. so so a lot of other sports have like difficulty levels right well they'll have a numeric um sort of rubric for what trick you're doing and it the difficulty of that trick will have its own sort of quantity right like diving um and i think gymnastics horse dancing horse dancing of course <laughs> the, the, the originator um <laughs> and so like i horse dancing. it seems like it would it would you know like i i saw a screenshot of some like snowboard competition where the first five people all did the same trick and it was like a corked 1440. It was like what? a corked, <laughs> corked frontside 1440 and everyone did it because it's like, well, that's the most difficult trick. So yeah. everyone has to learn it. And, you know, yeah. we saw, especially in the men's, we saw so much fucking repetition of, Dude. you know, have back lip, have back lips. And Pat like, knows what? like Udo is sick, but Ryan made a really good point, which is like, Udo is just doing the same thing, but front side It's just yeah. that he's the only one who can do that. Mm. Um, yep. And so the question becomes like, um, you know, if, unless we're going to have this sort of like, here's the difficulty level and like, oh, a front crook down at 12, that's a difficulty of six. And like, oh, here's how we mathematically do it. It's one for, like, for every two stairs. Then what we're gonna what we're gonna need is some sort of alternative model, which is like deduction of points for doing a trick someone else did. Like you know, like we're, there are two ways to go about this. Either add new rules, which are like don't be an asshole, or like don't be an abuser, yeah. don't don't fucking wear AirPods, or it's like a half point deduction. Like we could add new rules, or like I don't know how else we avoid like going in the direction that snowboarding went or that yeah. diving went or the, the fucking pommel horse in gymnastic. It's like, we know what the most difficult thing is. And if you can do that, you're going to win. Yeah. I have a thought about that. I think that like, um, you know, like we all know that like there's errors of tricks, right? Like, like we all know that in 2007 or eight, whatever is nollie heel flip, no slides, nollie flip, no slides. Everybody's doing that fucking shit. Like nobody's, nobody's nollie heel flip, no sliding the rails right now. Um, All right, I'm deleting like, my last post. Sorry. <laughs> but I'm like, what, what if we force these these um, contest skaters to stay cur- like current with what's cool? <laughs> yeah. You have to slide. You the taste test. Long. Taste. The taste test. Like, I bet none of them tasteful skating. Just saying. Responsible skate, responsible tricks. These are irresponsible tricks. Well, like, I mean, we don't can. doesn't like doesn't ice skating have a certain judge for different things like yeah. technical yeah. prowess? Like, why can't there be a style judge there's in like, skateboarding? There, there's like, like a pipe why can't wire. there be a like, yo, these pants are whack or like, <laughs> yo, do, like that's like, Kristen's forte, right? That's, that's like, her calling. I don't see why why that couldn't be. I mean, at least Ted Barrow in there being like, yeah, uh, dude, two like this, that that's what you're like. No, two, you're out. Yeah. Um, and they Sticker would with the, Ted's with like the looking numbers. at the bottom of their board. like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like aces. Oh. A little trendy. A madness board. Yeah. Really, guys. Uh, I, I, th- this is a hard thing for me. The, the Olympics presents its, uh, a, a very particular, uh, a particularly uh, muddy uh, room for, for criticisms on my end because like, because it's gendered, you know? So like, as a, like, I, I, I know that the Olympics means different things to the women's side of skating than it does for the disorder side of skating. Disorder. <laughs> and so... I, I I do think about the things that we're talking about, about how to make like a better product, how to make something more authentic to skating, how to make something that speaks to the 
the essence of our love. And for for the women's side to exhibit that, to get closer to that heart and to expose that to what would be newcomers, I think would be a very good thing. I am a little bit of a brat. And so like, I, I don't know if I can compartmentalize this away from what it would mean for for the the women's event and and that community and, and the audience exposed to that. But I fucking hate the Olympics. And I think it's stupid. And I hate the organization. I hate that the president of skate is like a 70 year old guy who for sure has never seen anything that I've ever loved. And so I actually think that if we can do as much as we can to push that into its own separate world of being like, you know what the Olympics is? Like, if it's not gonna be high ollie and high jump and long manual, which would be my favorite, it's that make it just, make it big rail, make it full cab back lip and ever extending rail into oblivion and, and cast it as far away from the parking lot, as far away. So the Olympic courses are their own inaccessible thing so that nothing that the, this, the video part skaters, the people who are risking arrest, who are chronic petty criminals, so that, that that remains the thing that has taste and style and flavor and beauty. And then that other thing is, oh, let's see like fucking Kelvin Hofler like do another fakie big one. That's part of like how I feel. So I'm like, yes, like it would be better if they judged it better, if they scored it better. And I'm like, no, more incoherent judging, bigger hubbas. Mm -hmm. just more madness and <laughs> idiocy like that would be greater for the olympics to live in that world and then we can so again you know uh, that's a hard thing to do though because this is such a you know big opportunity for for women and um and the people who are skating in it sunday but i often i'm conflicted in that way yeah uh all i know is i went street skating in the suburbs all day on a tuesday and i didn't get kicked out and the janitor <laughs> was really nice to us and really stoked, even though we built like a full on like ramp into the spot, <laughs> give me some more runway, like fully like went to Home Depot and built this whole thing. And the guy was super chill and like supportive. And then um, we went to another spot and this mom like whipped up with her kid and he had a skateboard and we like hooked him up with stickers and they were super chill. And she's like, wow, this trick you're doing is so incredible. So I don't know. And I was like, yo, do you guys watch the Olympics on TV? They're like, oh, yeah, we did. So I don't know. I'm sort of hopeful. I'm like, I'm just going to try to think of it on the positive side. Just the fact that like, you know, my hope is that skateboarding just becomes this thing that gets seen like swimming or golf. It's like a normal thing. And we're not like a nuisance. We're just adults trying to have fun and kids trying to have fun. And I don't know, just normal people. Because that's the one thing that I always I just think about lately or I've been thinking about lately, I guess, is just like being normal is just, I think, uh, ultimate freedom not being seen as something different or, or crazy. Like if I never heard like, wow, you're so good for a girl, yeah, you know, ever again, like I'd be stoked, you know, uh, I just want to be completely normal. So I just was loving street skating today and all the random people that don't skate that I interacted with were either stoked or indifferent about what we were doing. They weren't like trying to kick us out or like yell at us or tell us to, you know, fuck off or something. So yeah, know. I'm hopeful that the Olympics has something to do with that normalization. Like I just want skateboarding to be a normal yeah, yeah. For people to do. Hey, um, how did you, how did you guys how did you all do with the uh how did you all do with the like I don't I don't want to turn this into like a media like eyes on the media, but how did people do with like the coverage uh of the Olympic skateboarding by people who obviously don't have a whole lot of idea of how skateboarding works? Like, did anyone else find that fucking enraging like I did, or is that sort of my my sort of battle that I'm that I'm destined to live with it, it was anyone else perturbed yes did you see the New York Times oh no no, no. the San Francisco Chronicle said that Nyjah tried a, a kickflip three or a backside kickflip fake 360 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and then they also added if you must know yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm honestly reveling in this like I love it like, like I didn't want to know but now I must know <laughs> 
<laughs> the photos that the Olympics Instagram posted oh my God. of people like not even on like the rail yet or like coming off. Like oh. I'm honestly here for it. Like I think it's hilarious. Like I, oh. I honestly I think it's cool. Like we have another thing to like collectively make fun of, like yeah. and just laugh about and talk about. Like we're all just huge nerds. Like yeah. at the end of the day, it's like kind of cool to have this new thing that all of us are thinking is really corny all at the same time. It's kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> it would it would really suck in a weird way if they totally nailed it. You know? Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. If it, right. If it were, yeah, I was like, damn, I was kind of indifferent to the Olympics. But they, ah, they, they got it. Yep. There's <laughs> just something fun about like cheering for Jagger because you fucking hate Nigel Houston so much. <laughs> like, there's just like <laughs> something funny. Like, Kelvin uh, Hoffler couldn't have been any more uninteresting for me, you know? Right, but like, right. I was really like, yeah, go get it, buddy. <laughs> like, I yeah. don't know. Like, it was just such a spectacle. It was kind of fun. I don't know. I guess I should cop to, I should admit that there remains a part of me, and I don't know if this is um, about age or this is about the forthcoming book, um, but there is a part of me that, re like, there's some part of my interior system that retains this sort of, like, ownership principle. Um, yes. And it's not healthy and it's not good. And I know it, it can lead to all sorts of terrible things, but for the most part, it skateboarding doesn't is lead. yours and mine, Kyle, you and it me. It doesn't lead to terrible <laughs> things, but it does fucking flare up like athletes foot or like when this sort of thing starts happening. And it's like, here's Joe finance reporter who suddenly like on the, the Tokyo beat and like, Oh, I'm here. I'm reporting here from a land of, jagged lines and unbalanced legs and it's dizzying and death-defying and it's like oh <laughs> and it just like i could be more amused and i like generally in life, i Thrasher could be, I could right be now, more please. amused by shit but like truly there have been some moments in the last week where i've just been fucking enraged and maybe i just need to admit that to you guys i don't know it makes me think like how much like other shit that i read from the news that has to be completely wildly not correct <laughs> yeah. right that's the thing. It's like it's a good lesson, right? Yeah. Like whenever I'm, like that's what is infuriating for me too. And then I kind of have to be like, oh yeah, like this is just a reporter who's not an expert in this. They don't know yeah. shit. So like when I'm reading like about a military conflict or whatever, or you know this this pandemic, like. How do they know? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, oh god is that how I, mean, I sounded? Oh my just, god. No, yeah, no, like, no. No. Just shows you that like everyone can have their own facts, you know? No, but um Oh god damn it. <laughs> no, but it's like, yeah, completely. Like when I when I'm when you when you hear someone who's like not a not an art historian or an art writer or something writing about art, they're gonna glean they're gonna touch on like some maybe okay points, but they're gonna get some something that everyone else knows wrong. You know, yeah, and it's the same thing with skateboarding, and and yeah, it's it's infuriating, but it's also like only if you hold on to it really tightly, because because like Kyle, like you and I are closest in age, and I'm sure you and I, we like we disagree about the way some tricks are are named, you know, like it's like fakey that, back lips, yeah, exactly, Is it sure, I'm not even gonna sure, 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 yes. sure, all those things, <laughs> yeah, and I call them switch nolly. No. Um, <laughs> did, did you see ESPN caption Tony Hawk's? They called it a backside 900, which isn't oh, yeah. wrong. Yeah. But right. it's so but fucking it's just, yeah. weird. Exactly. It makes you yeah. immediately think of a frontside 900 yeah. for me. It's just like. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What it, yeah. I don't know. And I mean, I, I, I'm saying this as a sort of admission. Like, I know that that's, it doesn't serve me to feel that way, but I definitely yeah. felt it this week in new ways. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that goes anywhere. Maybe. No, it's, it goes it's, to my it's like, it's how do you, how do we decide how to share? Like how willing are we to actually share our experience of skateboarding with, with other people? Yeah. You know? And like, Chris, and I love your answer, which is like completely willing. Let's like get it, like fucking have it, take yeah. it, take it and let's normalize it. Let's get everyone skateboarding. And I, yet, you know, I, yes. I mean, I guess on paper, I'm like, yes, but still there's something. Yeah. And I don't know if it's like some lizard brain thing or it's left over from the 1980s or what, but there's still part of me that's just like, ooh, just stop it, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's a level of like commercialization and like bullshit, but like one thought that I have is like, 
you know, I've thought this way about, say, like a Zoomies or like a PacSun or like any type of like, quote unquote, like mall shop. Like my thought is like, if that's the place a kid first goes to get their first skateboard, because that's like a palatable, like generally normal place for like a parent to take their kids to like buy their first skate stuff. And then they go to the skate park. Like, of course, they're going to find out about their local shop and the local video. And you know what I mean? So it's like if you actually I guess the thing that makes me feel at ease is that like in skateboarding there's no cheating like you can't really be a part of your local like skate culture if you're not legit if you're not like a filmer you're not a skater you don't put the time in like if you think about it like everyone like you either enter this super nerd world or you like quit yeah so like i feel like it's skateboarding in and of itself is like built for lifers built for like complete nerds like ourselves and so, so the reason why I don't think it's a bad thing if people have a positive experience with skating, whether it be going to a skate camp or watching the Olympics or like whatever, is just the fact that it's just going to be slightly more normal for us. And we're going to just be like safer to kind of do more of what we do or more mm-hmm. respected or yeah. I don't know, like, for instance, the work that Ryan and I do it like, you know, it's going to be a lot easier if skateboarding is this normal thing that every community wants kids to have access to. So, cool. yeah, mm-hmm. but but again, I feel safe in the fact that like skateboarding is really fucking hard and you have to really be a nerd to get good at it. And yeah. that makes me feel like that part of what we love about skating will never yeah. go away. It will always uh, be preserved. I love that because it's basically it's not like let's make skateboarding mainstream and normal. It's more like let's make being a nerd normal. Let's encourage <laughs> nerdery. Yes. Know? And and there, I always forget the difference, but like. Isn't it like, you know, geeks kind of intimidate you with what they know and their insider knowledge and they build up a wall, whereas nerds like want to share it and like want to like kind of get you into it. And like I'm all for nerdery and I have those geekish tendencies where I'm like, oh, oh," like, you know, like this isn't right. (laughs) Yeah, I I try to work on that as an adult. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a second. Sorry. I'm just hopping in a little late. You're telling me the skateboarding was in the Olympics? (laughs) (laughs) Ryan Lay just woke up. Ryan Lay. Just got back from a run. (laughs) I've been sitting on that that I-5 traffic that we all love to complain about in in SoCal. The five? You're on the five? The five, Ryan. The five. Oh, the five. Four or five. The ten. Fuck, man. You just moved there? Fucking definite article, I'm, d- I'm Ryan. still walking around asking everyone how they like living in Cali, you know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys SoCal? I'm SoCal. Uh, me? So, so, you, so you're from Cali? <laughs> Cali. Going back to Cali, baby. Every time I call Ryan, there's just Phantom Planet playing in the background. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I went to school with them. With uh, Jason. Alex Greenwald. Schwartzman. Schwartzman. Respect. Weird flex. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> I want to hear more about that. Yeah, we... this is this is the the mid aughts indie rock actor mm-hmm. crossover podcast. Um, <laughs> we have two subjects. I think I think I'm caught up though. The Olympics was cool. It was whatever. The news is fake. And is there anything else? Don't no. get the vaccine. Don't get no. the vaccine. Okay, it, no. The media wants you to, but it's all part of their narrative to get you to take it. Wait, 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 wait a fucking second. Have we ever had all six of us on no. this podcast? One time. Not for years. Scrapped. <laughs> Not for, for years. years. Yeah, didn't we bail on it? Didn't we record like half an episode and yep. then like it wasn't recording? Yeah, it wasn't so we great. bailed on it? Yeah. That was huh. a that was a yeah. one-time experiment. This is this is take two. It feels great. I mean, oh, I feel wow. I Ryan. Love it. I love it. Ryan, I gave Jagger lessons, another disclosure. Did you give Uto lessons? He took your tricks, dude. Some of, yeah, uh, watching Yuto skate is like a, a, a glimpse into the future of a, of a skater that I could have been if I worked just a little harder and, and it had like <laughs> and maybe a little more natural ability. And started yeah. later. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, damn it. He's got all those tricks, but he can just do them first try and down way bigger rails. Yeah. 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 I feel the same way about Jeff Von Song. <laughs> 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 There's still time, Ted. There's still time. I know. Not not when you're just eating all this crust, dude. Did you, did you guys already cover how great Jagger's trick selection was? Because I still want to talk about that. <laughs> oh, good. What about his hands? We haven't Jagger's hands. We haven't talked about the dudes at all. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I did though. I did see a guy going by on a bike. To I followed him for a while on the way to the bar last night, and he was Jaggering. 
he was doing the the jagger <laughs> yeah, with the moves. big old headphones. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck, this guy's jaggering in front of me. I was worried he was going to get hit jaggering. by a car. He had yeah. these kind of headphones on. It was it was worrisome. I, I don't know about finishing up the, the discussion of the women's event, but one thing that uh, I don't know if we talked, we talked a little bit about the judging. It seemed to be perfect, totally on point. Um, <laughs> I just, I had no criticisms at all of the system that they were using, which was like, how did that one feel like to me right now at this mm. second? Ask me in a minute and it'll be different. That was the scale they were using. But if you take the conceit that this is supposed to measure the the best skateboarder in this event and that, you know, let the, the best one will be on the top. Alexis, Sablon, like maybe we could have a discussion about this. To me and to my eyes, Alexis Sablone is clearly a better skateboarder by every metric except the 12 stairs equals six uh, mm. <laughs> Kyle method in that there was something that very clear about watching Alexa skate that you could see that not only was there the kickflip front board that you also got with Raysa, but there's the kickflip front grind, which was a combo to front feeble, which is harder, uh, more points. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, Ted, it's just the Portuguese R is uh, is more of an H. Ooh, Heisa. 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 We said yeah. it in unison. She no, she speaks Brazilian, right? <laughs> See what I did there? Boom, cultured. No, but but I was saying what, I, there was something so painful about knowing the technicality that went into Alexis's skating, um, and obviously, like I said, you saw it with Raisa, but. It's like the, the the front crook, the 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 big rail skating. That stuff can be is is scarier and is riskier on the body. But the the ability that that was in Alexis's skating that was exhibited throughout the run and even later on, it seemed clear to me that in you know nine places out of ten, Alexis runs circles around everyone. So I don't know how you guys felt about that. About kind of feeling as though like the world was kind of like off kiltered. That's just sports, though. Like, that's what makes sports exciting, that the Suns and the Bucks sometimes end up in the finals instead of the Lakers or whoever the top teams are, you know? Like, you got to keep people on their toes a little bit. But no, no, no. With the Suns and the Bucks, I watched the Suns play in the final. I'm from Phoenix. And they... It was clear when they fucking lost. You were like, oh, fuck, you guys did way worse. That fucking guy did 50 points against you because of your sucking. Um, <laughs> and... And it was obvious, like, that the Bucks did a better job in game six. But in this one, it was like, it wasn't necessarily clear to me that Alexis was, like, doing better at Olympics. But it was clear to me that she was the yeah. more, like, capable skateboarder. Yeah. I agree with you 100% because the other ones are skating to contest because that's what they're doing. And she's not skating an Olympic. I mean, like, Alexis, if she wanted to the last year, she could have gone to a training facility and learned how to do shit. These on streets are a training facility. Yeah, but she decided to film a fucking part. She filmed Seize the Seconds, film that whole part for cons by herself. Like, she decided to get COVID because that's not real. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like... She had a dusted ankle. Dusted yeah. ankle. In designed, Tokyo or... Designed a skate park this last year in New Jersey. Like, she's, like, living a life and the rest of them are 13 years old and in training facilities. Like... Right. Yeah. I'm not making excuses for Alexis, but she like lives right. as a skater. She is a skater. Yeah. The rest of them are like it, it, are like athlete skaters. It made me really curious, like how to what extent the judges really prefer that you skate the biggest obstacles. Because to me, one of the most impressive tricks in the women's contest was Margie's backside grind three flip on yeah. the ledge yeah. across the pyramid, and I was like, "What? That's such a ridiculous trick to do on command in a yes. contest." And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah." You you know, I mean, in my my head, I would be thinking, yeah, you just give more points for technicality, and you maybe deduct some for fear factor or whatever. But uh, it just seemed like they all just got caught up in, including the men's too. It's like you have to do something down the twelve. It's yeah. like no, Axel, we're gonna front that beat's over been this covered, latecomer. Okay, well, sorry. So, <laughs> I mean, one of the things that's very hard is like show of hands if you've ever done a a kickflip back fifty. Oh. On a curb. 
Not in a while. Yeah, on, on anything. Okay, so like show of hands if you ever if you've ever done a kickflip front fifty. Ted, you motherfucker. All right, Ryan. Ryan's like knowledge. Um, so I did one switch. I did one on a curb switch before I left Phoenix. We would pro- we would probably all agree that a kickflip front kickflip front fifty is a weirder and more interesting yes. trick than a kickflip back fifty. Yeah, right? and, and just it like never a kickflip easier. It never and a kickflip front tail is weirder and more interesting than a kickflip back tail, right? Like the motion is strange. I don't know where in the algorithm for scoring you can factor in like, oh, this is strange and weird. Like yeah. Yeah. You know, like Margie did that at one point, tried that back 50 with like a late, late flip heel, out. Late heel flip. No, oh, late and it's like, how, awesome. where, where in oh, the algorithm is that? Like, where does that live in the scoring system? And like at a certain point, you say, well, everyone who's a judge was also a skater, but Gareth Stair doesn't like, was it, wait. Imagine what, Gareth like, <laughs> Let's just make up judges, actually. <laughs> Al like, Partnin is a street judge. Al yeah. Partnin oh doesn't God. know shit. Of, but I guess my point being like, where, where, how do you describe to a person why a kickflip front 50 is weirder and more rare than a kickflip back 50? Because the fact yeah. is, is that like in that sort of big trick final um the the young skater from china did kickflip back 50 and got a score that was higher than alexis is so alexis is like oh i can do kickflip back 50 i've got those on lock like i'll just try that down the hubba and so we're robbed of the chance of maybe seeing the only thing i really wanted to see which was alexis kickflip the 12. oh and, yeah and we didn't get it because it was mm-hmm. like well no i'm gonna try this kickflip back 50 several times i wanted to switch flip on the eight Yep. What are, what, are, what else yep. did other people want to see Alexis do? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Have the whole day live stream. <laughs> yeah. Just skating. She get a switch front boarded, probably the big rail too. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, like, uh, how would they have scored that? Because no one hardly skates switch in the women's. Oh, there was yeah. yeah, there was no switch in the contest in the women's. One thing that I was thinking about and and I feel like inherently goes into like what I think is sick or not is whether I know if a skater can do a certain thing or if I've seen them do it already. So like yeah. it was very uninspiring to see Funa front crook like multiple different things. Yeah. But it was really sick to see like Momiji like backsmith down the hubba like so clean and perfect. Like she was like basically asleep. I was like, whoa, like mm-hmm. that was crazy. And then have such a good other trick selection you know like and and to ryan's point like margie's like back 50 tray flip like that was really sick because i've seen her do the late flip thing before but i've never seen her do tray flip out so i don't know i just was thinking about like how much i'm guessing it doesn't like every trick should be judged the same but like it's almost like so hard to forget what tricks like you know that skater for and what's mm-hmm. more sick like it was not sick to see funa do the front crook multiple times but to see a skater do something random that you've never seen them do before like it's like you want to score that really high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's what skateboarding is. Like that's exactly. actually skateboarding. That's Hopefully. actually skateboarding. Yeah. Right. And you can't. Well, there's not really a formula for that. No. And there, but what that is is not what sport is. And like, yeah. At a certain point, it's either that these two things are working against each other, or we're gonna f- choose one or the other, or we're gonna like have this middle ground down the down the center. And I don't know. Moving figures, maybe it's the, the the last thing on the women's side, but as the resident anti-vaxxer, uh, anti-masker, probably the only person who voted for Donald Trump three times. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Fucking Candy Jacobs was noticeably absent. And if, you know, by the time this comes out, hopefully she's out of her fucking jail. jail. But I was very confused. Like, obviously they have rules and shit for this, but like, with swimming, it's different. With like Olympics, it's different because you guys are like using like well, the same shit inside or whatever. But I was like, she's like doing a thousand push-ups a day or something like inside, like doing crazier cardio than skating would probably entail. Like, isn't there like a heart fucking EKG MRI? Like you're the Olympics. Don't you have like fucking x-ray vision to like see if somebody's kind of up to snuff and it seemed like there could have been some safe way to maneuver her out there to have her but instead she's just doing like crossfit in her jail cell and doing kickflips and shit and i thought that was like just a super bummer 
<laughs> I don't know. Yeah. yeah, it seems like so Candy tested positive uh, upon arrival within like 48 hours. And luckily, the rest of the team, Netherlands, didn't get it because they followed the protocol. Because what's happened in the past is then the whole team gets DQ'd. Happened yeah. to Japan when we were in Dutour. The entire women's field was absent from the finals because their coach tested positive. And it was a false positive. They went to a secondary location. He got a negative, but still disqualified immediately. So they like, because of the strict rules that are in place, like, She's positive. She seems to be in pretty good health and spirits, but like it's fucking crushing. She's sitting across the street watching her dreams get crushed in real time. Like she can see the Olympic Village from the hotel that she is in jail in. And they didn't even let her open up her window until today. She had to like boycott. She had to get her team and people behind her so that they would let her have a window and open with fresh air. So she's like basically been in jail and denied like basic human rights because she tested positive for COVID and the Olympics like, like they must've been planning for this. Like what were they thinking? And she's just trapped. She's still there. Rest of the street skaters back home already. Yeah. She's stuck there. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, dude, dude, put her in a fucking plastic bubble and like have her like, you know, like when they put the monkey in the, those like bubbles in the, yeah. Hamster wheel, put her in the hamster wheel and fucking she crawls out of the hotel and then it opens up in the middle of the street course. Well, that's like fucking 90 feet from everybody because it's such yeah. a fucking concrete wasteland. Yeah. And she could fucking... How, how in the fuck are you going to justify not allowing fresh air into a person's... Like, Who's the window too? thing is... I mean, that's that's outrageous. And particularly for, I mean, a government and a, a government that has run, in, like, frankly, despicable covid <laughs> um, like routine, like they're doing terribly there. I mean, yeah. their their access to vaccines is miserable, and it's not for lack of funding. And so, like, I don't know, man. I mean, at a certain point, this entire conversation, and this gets back to Alana and their path through the chorus. Like, I don't know, at, you know, at a certain point, it's it seems pretty obvious that this Olympics should not have gone on in yeah. terms of illness. Yeah and exposure and what the Japanese population is actually dealing with yeah. um, and to have this many athletes, co- I, I, you know, I'm not making a new point, but there is something grotesque about an athlete being quarantined in a hotel room with no access to outside air yeah. while the government is inviting, you know, people from around the world into a nation whose COVID rates are exceptionally high. Like it's, yeah. it's a fucking mess. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It became very apparent to me that, I mean, again, this is obviously not about showcasing the best athletes in the world. It's not about, like, anything good. It's literally all about making money. Like, when you're watching the finals and the size of the screen shrinks down and the advertisement is larger, did you guys have that on your broadcast? Like, that, I was just like, oh, yeah, like, capitalism. I almost forgot about you for a second. I had I had links through Canada and Australia and they were noticeably better and like less commercial. And I was like, oh, yeah, like I forgot that not everything is so obscene and like on the nose with marketing and promotion. And it was just like bad British commentary. That was it. (laughs) Did you guys see the one? I think I posted it on Twitter. It was like somebody I saw. I don't remember where I saw it, but it's like a apparently like British based on the accent, it was like Arlen Gerard tried the tray flip front 50 down the gap rail and he, and the the announcer's like, was that a, was that a hard flip attempt? Is that another <laughs> funniest thing I've ever seen? <laughs> Again, Dude, going back to like, I'm just reveling in this. I think it's hilarious and I love that. Somebody taught them tray flip. This. Yeah. Somebody taught them the word tray. No, like, someone's like yeah. feeding them lines. That's what it seemed like to me. Because even though, mm-hmm. when they would get it, it would just felt like, oh yeah, someone's just in their ear telling them what the trick is immediately. But where the fuck like... does banker maker come from? <laughs> banker maker? Did they say banker maker? Banker, banker maker? Banker. No. Did like they really say bank. That is amazing. I love that. <laughs> that's like a yeah. game of telephone, go- telephone a, gone wrong. Yeah, that's how you describe Andrew Allen skating. Yeah, the last few years Bank. he's a banker uh, <laughs> and like what the fuck is a shogun rail what the fuck are you talking about oh man shogun? yeah i think i think that's gonna be the norm now that's there's it a, We've- there's a packet somewhere that describes these obstacles that had sh- the words shogun rail 
Yeah. And I can't imagine that that, like, did that come from that guy who's the president of Skate? Like that 90-year-old yep. <laughs> corpse? I grew up I, I grew up calling over the back grinds shotgun rails or shotgun grinds. So that was kind of my theory behind it. I don't know if yeah. that was just some weird Mesa 90s shit, but then they were called Stallone grinds and they were called suicide grinds. Wait, wait, wait. When you snow over the back, that. what do you mean? You mean they, they have like a vertical rail and you go over that? No, like, no yeah, straight like, out when you all, style. Yeah, when you oh, ollie over straight over, we, we would call those shotgun rails or shotgun Oh, grinds. the Sean Sheffy. Call yeah. them jackknives. Jackknives? Uh, I grew up too. four miles away from you. You <laughs> <laughs> did live in Vegas for like four years, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do we agree that the, the park is going to be more of a success for the normies because they'll be getting radical air and spinning and grabbing. Yeah. Oh, it's called park. You're talking about the bowl. The bowl. Yeah. yeah. Why is it called yeah. park, by the way? Like, it's fucking annoying to me. <laughs> Alex, tell us why. Yeah, Alex. <laughs> I feel like you would know of all the fuck on, Alex. <laughs> tell us why. Why is it called park? I love hearing normies say like, oh, they're so good at park. Like, <laughs> yes. Seen some writing about this. <laughs> Like, I honestly what? think it's going to be way more fun for normies to watch because I think street skating is so boring. Like if like four people fall on a row, it's like dead. It's like it reminds me of watching football when there's like three penalties in a row and you're just like watching men just like casually walk. I don't know. Yeah. And there's like a huddle like that's kind of like the same lull <laughs> point. Um, but I think bowl will be awesome because basically they are not supposed to fall off their skateboards or else their run like stops. Right. So and they only have two like 40 second runs or 45 second runs. And so. That I think is gonna be really fun, especially with like Zion and like Oski and stuff. I'm actually really excited to watch men's park and obviously women's too, but yeah. yeah. They should make it more authentic and fill it with water before. And then oh, they yeah. have to drain Salva. it. Yeah, they have Salva. to bail it. And like, but it's like gross water. Like it's got the piss and shit in it, like from sitting out for too long. And you just like, <laughs> you just see how real skater they are. I've been thinking about this too because like, obviously, we have the best team in the world for park skating, like the most inspiring for park. for park. Sorry. Yeah. Like we have probably like my favorite skaters of all time in park. Actually, I think one of them was my Woodward camper. So one of them is a very kind gentleman. But Who, whose mother I was with last week and ate dinner with. with so Wait, and I was like, hey, Mana Reynolds. I don't know who hey, Mana Reynolds is. No disrespect checked out their skating. They're a great skater, but I was at dinner with their mother and they're talking about Heymana being in the Olympics. And I was like, who's that? I don't know. And I was just like, oh my God, this is so embarrassing. Wait, were you not in cabin 6A in 2010 at Woodward West? Yeah, I, I thought that this thing would be sick if they could just fucking handpick. I was just like, what if instead of doing this, they were just like, I don't know, GT and Ashad, just go do something. Like instead, <laughs> instead of having this like, we, you know, we have a lot of Vans Park Seriesers in there, and I'm like, this is not going to be a great, great show. <laughs> I just wish Jimmy Wilkins was there. That's Sk what I'm saying. Skating yeah. a vert ramp. Is there no vert? There's no vert, huh? There's no, vert, no ramp. vert. How is there not a high air contest like fuck X Games 2000 style? Yeah. yeah. Well, honestly, if you watch like a lot of other sports, like swimming, there's like a hundred different events and running. Like I demand mm -hmm. a high air and longest manual. Yes, mm -hmm. longest manual. Longest manual would actually okay. no, here's, 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 contest. That'd be so and much like, fun. You roll onto it, like you just start whenever yeah. you want. It just, yeah. you know. but, it, but it's on a track, so you actually have to do the, the track loop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's like, so, so you're tic-tacking, like yeah. serpentine. Oh my God. No, no. Oh. Long manual would be so, this is what I was saying about separating Olympics into its own fucking uh, universe is that you would start to get people who figure out the best board for a manual. So you'd get like maybe some sort of fish shape or something that's like weighted heavier on one side and like that's maybe got like a wider truck in the front than in the back and bigger wheels in the front or the back. Like they're gonna figure out what's the best like equilibrium skateboard. And then you put it at like a 1% incline for like four miles. <laughs> so four that miles. It'll, so it'll like <laughs> fucking carry you at like seven miles an hour for like until you can't. That's my dream. Yeah, it's like Olympic speed walking. You'd really bring out like some funny people. You're like, There's, you didn't do this as a child. You just realized that this was an Olympic sport and tapped into it. <laughs> yes. 
Yes, you get so many people who have those like fucking, what are those things with the foam roller on the middle and the, you know, like those balance oh, the board? balance board things, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Board. yeah you get the people who kind of like freakishly do that in their living room and like think it's a workout. You get the, you get those people. I guess one of the things that's kind of creeping me out recently is the fact that like, because we're a year late, everyone's like, well, it's only three more years until the next yeah. one. No, no, no. Like, they should have to push the next one out. I agree. I completely agree. We can't handle an Olympics three years between each other. Like it's, it's going to feel surprising and weird and like over, oversaturated Olympiad. Yeah. Also you can't do Olympics and presidential politics at the same time. Those need to be crossed out. Also, it's fucking insane. All the medals are in English. I realized that when I saw a picture of Reza. It just says Tokyo 2020. I'm like, Reza. Okay. Okay. Kyle. Oh, yeah, man. What about how well the. Do the, better, the, Ted. The, <laughs> <laughs> what about how well they're flexing? That Yudo, Yudo flexing and Reza flexing with the silver medal? Like, oh, I love the way they're handling their sort of like victory laps. Yeah, I mean, re you know, respect to him. I you probably like have to do that or whatever if you want to like make a Pepsi commercial or something. Mm -hmm. uh, there's no, you can't be, you know, bashful about it or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, just do you guys have the feeling that you just can't escape the bait of all of this, which is just that we talked about it for so many years, and then it came and went, and it was really sterile. But then we talked about how bad it was. Then we got mad about the refs, just like, or the mad about the judges, just like our dads yell at the ref when they're watching <laughs> basketball. And I just feel like we're just going to be doomed to be talking about it until it comes again <laughs> in another three years. And I just like, how do you, how do you escape it? I don't know. Just. You I, just I like, it. I like talking about it and getting mad about it. And I realized that my dad is a lifelong Cardinals fan. <laughs> they are never going to win the Super Bowl. And he just loves being pissed off about it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like... <laughs> Fucking this Alexis Sablone should have won. Yeah. I know that's how but, me and Chris are going to be in like 80 years. <laughs> yeah, seriously. But but even if you're not even rooting for someone and you're just hating on the whole thing, you're still going to watch it and get consumed oh, yeah. with all the media about it, whether you're the like, fuck the Olympics guy or you're the like, you know, the Olympics is actually going to make everything more inclusive for everybody. It's like yeah. you, you're just doomed to fall into one of those camps. It feels like what I'm is the already other doing way that? Out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The other way out is to be in skate culture and ignore the thing that 90% of people are talking and consuming. It's like, it's not possible. Yeah, I was just going to say, we already do that with everything else in skateboarding. So I don't know, yeah. I was just yapping about it and talking shit and loving random things for our own opinion. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Olympics is just a new thing that we're all talking about. I don't know. It's just I gonna, think it's hilarious. I <laughs> My theory is it's just going to be another contest. Like, do we talk about Street League anymore? Does anybody? Oh, yeah. I, mean, I watch all of them. I can't right. wait for the Salt Lake City stop. It's going to be so sick. There's going to be... Well, now I know who's going to be in it, right? Isn't Kelvin Hoefler in it? It doesn't I'd love matter. To hear, I, know, I know we're mostly talking about the Olympics, but I'd really love to hear uh, Ryan give us an update from the world capital of skateboarding in Los Angeles. You're in Angeles San Francisco? Slash Long Beach, <laughs> California. Ryan, oh. How's it going out there, man? Yeah, it's pretty good. I uh, yeah, my uh, my girlfriend got a residency in Costa Mesa, and so she wanted to move out here. And I was like, "That's cool because Volcom's there, Vans is there, Welcome's there, maybe Crail the Tap. I don't know." Yeah, so we we moved out here, which was a pretty easy move because Ted was leaving. We were sad. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's also 120 degrees in Phoenix, so. Uh, yeah, we've been here for like a month now and a week of that I spent at Woodward with Kristen, but it's yeah. been fun. I'm, you know, I go to the beach, I skate the park shirtless with board shorts on. I'm that kind of guy now. Uh, I go to a skate park where there's no adults. Like, it's just like a bunch of, <laughs> it's just like a bunch of like teenage and maybe younger kids that skate there, which is good. Cause it's no pressure. If you go to some of the other parks, there's, there's pros there. The shots park. Louis Lopez is there. Um, yeah, so I, I'm not trying to do that, but it's been uh, it's been fun, just like skating parks, and you know, just trying to figure out the the groove of things here. It's a very weird 
Orange County is a very weird part of California and a very weird place in general. Um, so, yeah, just trying to figure it out. Um, but we'll be here at least for the next year or two, and I'll be back and forth for the next, uh, I don't know, I guess when school starts, I'll be back and forth. Yeah. Do you have um do you have any sort of explanation for your mustache or is that just a thing? Uh <laughs> he's been I hanging sh- out with Provost and Figgy and <laughs> he's just trying some new shit out. Yeah, he's got we're a black Sabbath shirt on. <laughs> no, all torn up my, by the shoulders. <laughs> I had a really full beard until like three days ago, and I just was feeling a little insecure about it. It was it was just getting a little too uh too outgrown. And so I, I don't like shaving all my facial hair because I just look like I'm 18 years old. So I just damn flex mustache guy. I don't like shaving because I look young and youthful and good. All right, guys. Uh, <laughs> I think we, I think we fucking did it. I think we did um, it. There, there are things to be said about actual good skateboarding. It's called uh, weekend CT Albany and TB video. That's We're right. not going to get so into good. it. There are other good things. You know the website. You know the website. Oh my website. god, are you plugging? Oh my Thrasher god. Right oh god. No, Instagram. Oh, whoa, whoa. You already Instagram. have a fucking We're going to we're going to plug Max Wheeler instead of plugging Thrasher. I love yeah. Max Wheeler. Yeah. No, the weekend video didn't come out on Thrasher. It came out it's on their YouTube. It's on Yendog, which on is Yendog, also Yendog. It's awesome that the fucking weekend YouTube is still just Grant's personal YouTube from when he was like 19. It's incredible. <laughs> so rad. <laughs> All right, everyone. It's Wait, been, we need a trick challenge. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh uh, full cab back lip. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I, like I think it. we. Full, I, I think full that's cab it. Back lip actually does work pretty well on like a little parking block curb. Dude, okay, I honestly flex. think I could do it. I think yeah. I could too. Let's, Let's do it okay. on Monday, Kristen. Okay. Full yeah, cab back full lip. Cab back lip. I'm going like to Tiny Park. The Tiny yeah. rail, Tiny Park. Oh yeah. We'll do yeah. How about that or tray flip lip? <laughs> tray flip Whoa. lip. Yeah. No, five, no, no. It's it's five forty flip, flip lip. <laughs> I feel like uh, this is maybe the first time that all of us have been skating a lot and pretty hard. Maybe the entire time that we've been doing this show, like people aren't <laughs> yeah. hurt. Everyone's We're finally ripping. legit. Yeah. Yeah, we all yeah. skate now. Kyle's been skating hard <laughs> skate for sure. Now. Ted Barrow <laughs> skates harder than all of us. Ted True. is in his like post Arizona peak, but still ripping. I think. Chris, you still, came wait, back from injury peak? pretty quickly. What was that? You came back from injury pretty quickly. Um, I was I was worried about your groin. That, I that's that's a funny thing to say, but I've, yeah, I've been thinking <laughs> about you. your groin every day. <laughs> yeah. Kyle. You're so thoughtful. Th- thoughts and prayers um, for the groin. Yeah. Well, what's weird is that it doesn't affect certain tricks. I can only mm-hmm. not do like nollie backside things or like switch frontside things. That's the mm-hmm. only things that hurt it. It's weird. So I can like yeah. tray flip and like backside when I tray like, flip any, lip. Normal stuff. Yeah, triple lip, cab lip, no problem. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's weird. Thank you again, everyone, for listening. Our intro music is by the band Roar, and our credits music is by the always wonderful and talented Dylan Brine. Logo and graphic design, also, as always, by Michael Warfel. Look for more of their stuff. Support them. Check it out. It's cool shit. Proflow credits coming up. Down in Oklahoma, floppy hair under a big old hat. Looking for the Sodi, the big, big old, old skate rat. I heard he's got a big bag of tricks, full to the brim. Moves like front 180. Oh, oh shit. shit, I think I see him. I am stalking Kyle Walker. I am Kyle Walker's stalker It drove all the way to OKC Just to stare at him while he can't see me 
think I'm in a good spot now. One car like behind. If you don't know who he is, let me remind. He's got a signature Velcro shoe in his line. I don't mean no harm I just want to see him shine Cause I am Kyle Walker Stalker Stalking every scare of the year 2016 named Kyle Walker I'm just so fascinated by the man So I politely snuck into the back of the real van. Now I'll just wait till the, the session's, session's done. done. And when they open the hatch, hey, Bet that will be fun. Ooh, I hear, I hear the, the keys, keys jingling. jingling. I think I hear the team mingling. mingling. And the door opens. What the fuck? But my man doesn't look happy. Oh no, I'm getting my shit kicked by, by Kyle, Kyle Walker. Walker. Did I do something improper? No? Okay. Oh my god, that I shot you in my mouth. And now the whole crew is kicking me down south. Hi, I'm Johnny Knoxville. Welcome to Jackass. Say, is this how you get sponsored? They say, no. no. Just stop stalking Kyle Walker. I say, fine, can, can I, I at least get a, a selfie? selfie? And look, just in the nick of time, my mom arrives to help me And she says, no, not again I'm so, so sorry, y'all He did the same thing after he saw the primitive video with P-Rod It was, I don't know, sometime in the fall Well, I guess I'm done stalking Kyle Walker Um, thanks to everyone again who supports the show. Uh, had a little break while we all moved across the country, and we are so happy to have you with us. Those people are Sean Hannafin, Sean Doyle, Lars Garvey-Lang Peterson, Neil Shoemaker, Brian Higgins, Stone Friesen, Evan Cunningham, and Betsy Gordon. Thank you all so much. Probably best to keep your names out of this one. In fact, I'm starting to wonder why I even wrote that song. Anyways, here's a riff from Chop Suey. <laughs> <laughs> 